inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic. New Zealand Herald Business, Wellington Business Editor, Janae Chiptraney is joining me this morning. Janae, how are you doing? Hey, Nick. Good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Have you filled up your car lately? Mine cost $174 yesterday. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, that is, that is, that's a real sting. <laughs> Not going to lie. I don't, think mine's <laughs> quite, I don't think mine's quite as much, but I do this thing where I never fill it up completely. Just oh. to make myself feel better. I sort of put in $30 and then... You know, so I feel like it's not too expensive and then have to keep going back again and again. So anyway, you know, it's not the best You know, that really, that really annoys me. You know, people that don't fill up their car because you've got to go back, yeah. doesn't it? You're using up more petrol, more time, more energy. I know. Look, it's, it's totally illogical. I don't, I don't know why I do it. But anyway, there we are. I just feel better at the time. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, what, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, look, these prices... Um, uh, are, are very high at the moment. And uh, the government releases data every week on uh, fuel prices. And in the week to May 20, which is the latest data that it released, the cost of importing petrol hit a record high. Uh, so importers paid $1.59 per litre for 91. And that was 10 cents higher than the prior week, which was the, the previous record and 90 cents higher than the same week in 2021. So that is a, a really wow. significant rise. And of course, you know, if the retailers pay more to import the petrol, that means they put up the prices at the pump as well. And that's why we've seen these really high prices in the past couple of weeks. So I, I talked to someone from the AA about it and, you know, about what's going on here. And of course, there's the war in Ukraine that's putting pressure on supply. But also he said that demand was, was uh, a bit higher because people are getting back into air travel. It's summer in the Northern Hemisphere, people travelling more. So there's a bit of a uh, demand supply situation going on. Uh, he didn't think that these prices were going to ease anytime soon. And of course, uh, listeners will know that the government has temporarily cut the tax that it uh, puts on fuel uh, by 25 cents per litre. Uh, it was going to do that for three months. It's extended it by another two months. So, you know, if that comes off, uh, those prices are, are well north of uh, $3 a litre. You know, I, I, said to, I said to someone, uh, I said to the, our listeners actually, that, that when I, I've been in this job nearly 11 months. When I started to fill my car was under $100. Now it's 174 I mean, those sort of inflationary numbers are ridiculous. And we can talk and we can make excuses about air travel now coming on and the war. You know, we can make all those excuses. But reality is there's only one way the prices are ever going to come down, and that's if the government take less of that tax, is it? Sure. I mean, the tax, the tax plays, a, plays a part for, for sure. Um, but at the same time, the government's trying to uh, incentivise us to move away from uh, using petrol cars and to more electric cars and also more public transport and walking and cycling for, for emissions. So uh, on the one hand, it, if it, it reduced the tax more permanently, then people would say, well, aren't we supposed to be reducing our emissions? So, you know, it, it's hard. It, uh, in my view, it's hard to see if we're looking across the medium to long term. It's hard to see the prices of petrol ever really falling by no. If If we're going to price in um you know, the climate situation, yep. which I think we're yeah. moving towards. 
I, I definitely think the world's moving towards it. I thought to myself that they should actually have more enticements again for EVs. I think they aren't doing... I, I think the government could be doing more. And the other thing I thought about driving into town the other day is why don't this, things like Wellington City Council, who are, and I'm, I'm just venting here, who are so pro-EVs, why don't they give you an extra hour of parking free or something if you're driving an EV? Make it yeah, more rewarding for EV drivers. Yeah, look, I mean, and I suppose at the moment the problem is that a lot of people who can, uh, who have EVs are wealthier. They can afford uh, buying EVs new because the second-hand market isn't that established. So that's the difficult thing too because then if I'm just driving my sort of average little car and then some wealthy person with a fancy Tesla gets cheaper parking, I might be upset. So I don't know. Look, I mean, that's why we're not in charge of these things, are we? So that's uh, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit affronted because I, I, I've got a Tesla. Oh, do you? <laughs> so I'm, fe- I'm feeling a little affronted now. Oh, no, you know, sorry. I'd, a, I'd, love yeah. a, I'd love a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. Uh, so the Reserve Bank is aggressively hiking interest rates to try to curb inflation. How's that going to work? Yeah. So last week, the Reserve Bank lifted the official cash rate by 50 points to 2%. Uh, everyone expected that. The thing that we weren't expecting was that it would signal uh, such an aggressive tightening of monetary policy looking ahead. So it said it would keep lifting that rate quite quickly and in large chunks until it gets to around 4% by the middle of next year. So that's um, you know a, a fair amount of tightening in a short space of time. The question that everyone has around this is, well, if you're going to do that, people are going to have to pay more money uh, to service their mortgages, that means they have less disposable income and that uh, affects the economy more broadly, could dampen the economy uh, and, and that could feed through to job losses. So the Reserve Bank recognises that, pe- yes, people will lose their jobs, unemployment is set to rise. But I spoke to the Reserve Bank's chief economist, Paul Conway, yesterday and he said that he was confident that the Reserve Bank could get inflation back in its box while engineering a soft landing. Uh, so, you know, he, he thinks that is possible because when we went um, coming out of the, the sort of main crunchy part of the pandemic, he thinks there are some buffers there. You know, people who own houses, their houses are still worth a lot more uh, probably than when they bought them for, unless they, they bought recently. Uh, there was the wage subsidy that was paid out. People put money in savings. They didn't take it overseas. He reckons that if you look at things, as a whole, households are actually fairly well-placed to deal with these interest rate rises. Of course, if you bought a house within the past year and you have a massive mortgage, uh, you're going you're gonna to feel the sting. It's going to be tough, and you're going to really have, probably have to tighten, tighten your spending. But the Reserve Bank thinks, as a whole, we can handle it. So, but they always think they've got it under control. And, and I, you know, I'm a business person. Uh, I'm thinking that, you know, if... if the you're talking at four percent from the reserve bank to that, that I, i'm i'm going to go close to doubling that so it's seven or eight percent interest rate for normal people like me right so yeah. what you're going to do is you're going to say well how do i save that amount of money you're not going to spend so that way you, you yeah. hurt the economy that way don't you well well that's the thing is that you've just got less money to spend and i guess that's the point of what they're doing they're trying to cool the economy because it's overheated that's 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 partly why there's lots of inflation. But I said to Paul Conway, uh, the question a lot of us are asking is, well, you know, if you put up interest rates, that's not going to solve 
the war in Ukraine, which affects no. petrol prices, right? So, so could there be a situation where we actually have high interest rates that's costing us all a lot, economic growth is slowing, but actually we still have inflation because we still have COVID, people in China in lockdown, you know, fuel being expensive and, and that type of thing. And, and Paul Conway said, yes, of course, you know, some of the inflation, a lot of, about half of the inflation is coming from offshore, but he talked about inflation expectations. So the Reserve Bank is worried that, say I have a petrol station, I import this uh, petrol, and I think, hey, it's going to keep going up. So then I increase my prices preemptively um, because yep. I'm worried that inflation is going to keep rising. So he said that that's in a spiral. If those expectations get baked in, that's what makes the whole thing worse, and that's what they're trying to um, lean against. Yeah. Thanks, Janae. That's amazing. Uh, amazing information. Great. Great to talk to you. Thank you very much.